Welcome back to Next Scene Podcast. Niall McGowan and John Parker join us with their thoughts on the latest entry to the Home Alone cinematic universe. Take it away, folks. It's dark and it's cold and I feel I'm getting older and I wonder, are you I'll use that as a as a segue into uh, yeah the 2021 Home Sweet Home Alone sort of reboot. It's uh, you know it's 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 in the Home Alone universe. We see McAllisters, and uh, yeah, that was kind of my opinion that I think they really nailed that section of the film that the kind of the attack on the house part with the booby traps and, and everything else is, is good. And I mean, everything else around it was, uh, you know, a war crime, but uh, uh, you know, okay. well, I'm, I'm so torn on the movie, right? Cause some, some parts of it, I really enjoyed. I think overall mm. it's the best sequel since this one mm. Um, mm. in many ways. Interesting. Uh, like okay. the, the traps that that whole assault on the house, fantastic. And the, yeah. they take such punishment. <laughs> but it yeah. also feels kind of real. I don't know. It's weird. But the real elephant in the room here is the reason they're robbing the house. Mm. Uh, that is my problem with the movie is is that you, you're you supposed to, in a Home Alone movie, be cheering the child on, yes. <laughs> butchering these these adults. But in that movie, in the new one, you're you're kind of on the adult side because they're just trying to save their home. Oh yeah, and their, oh, and their uh, children, and they think that this little kid has stolen from them the the yeah, one but, thing that's going to save the day. Well, I would have left out that kind of John's. Like, I'm one hundred percent on the adult side, <laughs> yeah. and also yeah. I hated the kid. So yes. all I was, even though I knew that they were good people, they weren't going to do anything. I was like, I hope they do just go home as homicidal and kill this kid <laughs> when they get in there as well. Like, why not? Just get it's rid of this little, this little turd. I, oh, I, I like the actor a lot. But yeah, there's, they need they need mm. to make him a bit more likable because it, there was me joking earlier that Kevin's a bit annoying, but he's still charismatic. I don't know. Yes. You still kind of like him. There's something to him. Yeah. That's... So, well, Ke- so Kevin, I kind of forgive. Just he's he's childish, but he's a child. Like I kind of yeah. get the feeling like he's he's got annoying like a knot of annoying bits in the way that a child can be annoying. But you can. But yes, one. Uh, Macaulay Culkin as an actor is just he you know it he has got it I want to watch I want to see what he's going to do and I also get the impression that other than the sadistic streak he could grow up to be a nice person yeah this yeah this this Max in this film is annoying in a way that makes me think he's going to be an annoying adult he's he's going to be buzz yeah he's going to be buzz uh, you know, it's funny. I maybe not funny, but uh, when I heard I heard about this film, and it's like, oh, the kid from the kid from Jojo Rabbit is gonna be like the you know the new Kevin or is gonna be the star of the film. And I hadn't seen Jojo Rabbit at that point, so I'm like, ah, whatever. Um, and then saw Jojo Rabbit, and I first thought, oh, you know, this kid is great. Like this kid has got it. Oh, the lead, got, yeah, the lead, the um, Roman Griffin Davis. Yeah, I'm like, yes, I can watch this kid. He's got that Macaulay Culkin uh, quality that as a child, like he he carries the film. He's the star. He's the titular character of Jojo Rabbit. And he's, you know, and then but then I look in IMDb. I'm like, oh, no, the kid. You know, this is before the Home Sweet Home Alone had come out. And I'm like, oh, no, he's not. 
he's not in the film. It's the kid. It's the other kid. It's Yorkie. It's, you know, the best friend from Jojo Rabbit who is in Home Sweet Home Alone. And yeah. I knew they were in trouble right there because I'm like, oh, I didn't like that kid. That kid was annoying. <laughs> oh, see, I loved him in Jojo Rabbit. Fantastic. I thought he was one of my favorite yeah. things in the movie. But it doesn't work for the main character of a Home Alone. Like, he could be one of yeah. Kevin's brothers. Right. He could, yeah. the family. Yeah. Yes. But he to could carry, be the fuller. Yeah, yeah, he could <laughs> Or the or the buzz even you know he can yeah he could he could be yeah in the film but as the main character I'm like yeah this and he may grow up to be a wonderful person and may go on to have a, a great nope. career as an actor oh, right. but it, at this stage I don't think he's ready to carry a film the way <laughs> Macaulay was you know when he was eight and ten no you're right you're right and then at the end so part of it is like I knew when it's oh so they're breaking in Ellie Kemper and and um. Rob Delaney are breaking in because they think Max has stolen this doll. And you know, it's like, okay, it's a film. It's a setup. He didn't steal the doll. I thought he did. I fell for it. <laughs> I didn't. I, I kind of knew there was going to be a twist. I knew he didn't steal the doll. I hated then, it that much. I assumed he stole it. <laughs> but he did was, steal. He stole the the energy drink or whatever that, yeah, that Rob had. Yeah. Oh, the orange soda. Yeah. yeah the orange script, orange soda. <laughs> so he is a thief. He just yeah, he didn't steal the dog, but he, he's still he's still a little thief. This little rat. Yeah, at that point, when the, when they reveal though that he didn't steal the doll, it's too late at that point because I already yeah. hated him so much. And I, th I think like towards the end, when all the traps are going off and stuff, mm -hmm. and he's ready for good Home Alone times. The thing is, because the wet bandits deserve it so much. Like, you know, yeah, right. you, can, you, can, you can project Tommy DeVito onto Joe Pesci and be like, oh, that guy deserves all the hell in the world to go through. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because Ellie Kemper is so, she's just such an adorably likable person. And she's a, mm -hmm. a genuinely, you know, good character in this. Not a good in terms of like the character's good, but she's a good person. Yes. I remember there's a bit where she gets completely winded, nearly burnt, and she starts crying. And I'm just like, I'm watching a woman who I really like crying. Because she's getting physically abused, yeah. trying to get into this guy, like this kid's house. It's like this isn't fun. This is horrible. This it's is like, weird, well, isn't it? Who this thought is, that was a good idea? Yeah, let's it's, let's, it's, let's it's take this yeah, this, this lovable actress that we all like, and we'll set her up in this character, and we'll give her time to build that character so she becomes sympathetic, and then we'll just beat on her and abuse her yeah. and make her cry. It could have been done, right, which would have made it, I'm not saying it would be perfect, but to make it more nuanced would have been the kid didn't steal from them, but they they find out this family has some precious doll, mm -hmm. and they're like, if we steal that, we can sell it, and that'll save our house, right. and that makes it a bit more, like, like a, grey. Yeah, like, they're already mm -hmm. rich, they won't miss this doll. Yeah. They don't know, they yeah. don't know what it's worth. Yeah, that would have added something. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe at least made it, give it less of a sour taste. Because the whole time you're just like, like I think I was alluding to earlier that they've obviously thought through. Well, you can't just have. Well, they, they, they ended up doing it anyway because they were like, okay, so the McAllisters are a very rich, privileged family, and so, but they're the heroes, and then of course the wet bandits who are just like, oh, well, they're you know from the the lower classes, I guess. The, they're the villains, so they're kind of trying to like, well, maybe that once that might stick in people's craws these days. So mm. we'll have the family. We'll have the crooks be someone very relatable, and they are kind of the good guys. And then the villain is the kid, but he's the rich one. And there's kind of an idea there. But then you're also like, but it's Home Alone, so I'm supposed to, I want to, I'm pre, like prefixed to be on the kid's side. Yeah, yeah and it's really. clearly shot like you're supposed to be. Yeah. Well, if yeah. so, if, if 
Yeah, so if the burglars are the good guys and the kid is the bad guy, then it's still, but it's still like the ending favors the kid. And I realize they, in the sort of twist, they it's a happy ending for the burglars as well. But it's like, yeah. But they still I, set up like, like, so why doesn't the kid kind of get his comeuppance in the end? Like he never I, gets punished. Oh yeah, he's well, just a brat the whole way through. He never yeah, gets any... The thing is, this is what's difficult because from the movies, the, the way it's portraying it, he he is scared for his life. Like mm-hmm. so, he he feels justified in what he's doing. So mm. it's a difficult <laughs> one, isn't it? I don't know because yeah, how do you approach that? He thought uh, people were coming in to kidnap him. Yeah, I'm yeah. still it, it, all that though. I just still because at the beginning he's so unlikable yeah. when he comes in to view the house. And he's just doing it like, oh, mom, you can't promise a McDonald's to a child not deliver. And it's just like, Shh. <laughs> and this way he's giving, he's, like, he's all sass mouth to everybody. And it's just like, oh, God, this is, I hate this kid so much. Because yeah, to is. be fair, it's because I've, I've met kids like him. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I can understand yeah. wanting to kill this kid. So it almost be like, if they were just wanting to break in the house just to kill the kid. Like there was no doll involved. I'd be like, I get it. Yeah. We just want to murder this boy. (laughs) Yeah. So a question I have is, so, I mean, we've talked about what they've done with, with Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney as the burglars, what they've done with this kid, Max. Mm. Is there, was there any character in the film you did like? I mean, I liked Ellie Kemper. Yeah. I got, yeah. I always, okay. The whole time I was just like, Kimmy Schmidt has been through enough. Just let the woman rest, for Christ's sake. So she was a mole woman for like 10 who, years. Come on. Yeah. Who else? I mean, I, I did yeah. not realize until it made it very obvious, because I'm stupid, that Buzz is in the movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and you like him. It's real, like, we wanted Macaulay. We couldn't get him. But the next best thing, we got right? Buzz. Yeah. I think that's more realistic, though, because... <laughs> realistic. You imagine them going into the studio yeah. actually pitches, like, we got the next best thing. Oh, Catherine O'Hara. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> the next, next, <laughs> next thing. Kieran Culkin? No, no. Joe Pesci? No, no. It's lower, <laughs> lower, lower. Brent Daniel Stewart. Stewart? Nope. <laughs> Daniel Stewart. Oh, Scott Johansson. Yeah. Like, no, Scott, no, we <laughs> this is like the, uh, yeah, like the um, casting the villains for Batman and Robin. <laughs> they just keep going down the list. I'd actually, um, at the beginning, I hated uh, Keenan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keenan Thompson's in the movie. Yeah. I hated him in the beginning because to me he set the tone. Initially, I was like, "Oh, right. this is this is like really silly." Okay, but the more he kept popping up, the more I got into him when he was pretending to be the personal trainer and stuff. Yeah. Like, I mm. like that. That was yeah. funny. But oh, he uh, like he. Sorry, you can go ahead, Niall. No, <laughs> Keenan's uh, cameo it distracted me in that. Um, I thought they were trying to. There's a couple of times this happens actually in the movie. I thought they were trying to make intertextual jokes. Because Keenan's mm-hmm. there, and then the next scene very prominently features orange soda. <laughs> yeah. And of course, if anyone grew up in the 90s, <laughs> would know, like, oh, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda, not Keenan. <laughs> Kel. <laughs> and they're like, okay. And then later on, at one point, because um, Ellie Kemper's character's name is Pam. Pam. And someone calls her Pamalama Ding Dong, which is something Michael Scott would call Pam in the office. Mm-hmm. But Ellie Kemper didn't play Pam in the office. <laughs> she played the other secretary. You know? yeah. So it feels like they're trying to do like a little intertextual joke, but you're like, but you're not there. You're like, you've, you've pointed it in the wrong direction. It's for right. the deep divers like us. Maybe. They, maybe they're like, yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. But surely Kel Mitchell would have been easier to get than Keenan Thompson. Yeah. But, but less of a, a name. 
you know, Keenan's a big deal these days. Saturday Night Live. You know? <laughs> That's the shock. There's so many like actual, like oh yeah, you couldn't get like you know. I actually feel like they were, you could have got like a Daniel Stern or someone in this, but um, mm-hmm. but the fact then that yeah, Devin Buzz, he's the only one. But then some of the other people they have in there are like, why are you here? Like Andy Daly is the dad, <laughs> and like Andy Daly's yeah. great. Like you know, review with Forrest McNeil, like he's a legend. Voice of Two Face mm-hmm. in the Harley Quinn TV show, and then freaking Jim Rash shows up as well. And you're like, Jim, you can't need to be in Home Alone like hey, seven if, or whatever this is. If <laughs> people say to me, yeah. "We're doing a new Home Alone, do you want to be in it?" Ellie Kemper's in it. I'm like, yeah, let's let's roll. Yeah, yeah, I feel a bit bad for Ellie Kemper. I just think, oh man, you're you're better than this. But like Jim Rash yeah. is like a little. There there was two scenes actually that made me laugh. One was his scene where he's the the choir they're in is called what well, the, the never do bells, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and they're like a bell <laughs> choir. I thought that oh that's funny. And then he's like because they're trying to talk throughout and they're not getting their cues right, and it's all Jim Rash's expressions and how disapproving he is because it's just Dean from Community. <laughs> so you're like, yeah. <laughs> I love that character. So yeah, I'm happy for him just to revive that part to do this. And, and there's a bit later on, or maybe earlier, where uh, her husband, like you know Ellie Camper's husband says he runs off to do something and he says he's going out to get milk and she's on the phone and behind her you can see like the fridge is brimming with about 15 yeah. different kinds of milk and, and, and she, almond milk and everything yeah and then she picks up like a giant jug of milk and kind of ice it up and i actually laughed at that i was like that's a good joke actually that's so two two jokes in it that really I think got there's me some, there's some good stuff in the movie I, I think it's worth a watch it's i mean it's not gonna it's not home alone one or two but it's it's not Home Alone three or four or five either. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that I don't think I don't think it's worth a watch. But I would say it's it's not that bad. Like it's not as it's nowhere near as bad as I was being led to believe it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was kind of a pleasant surprise where I was like, oh, I was expecting this to be like enraging, but it wasn't. It was like, oh no, it's just kind of bad. But it's like I can imagine having this on in the background during. Yeah, I wonder though. This is the thing. I'm curious about the future of lackluster Christmas movies mm-hmm. because many of them became classics simply by the fact that they were on every year. Like Jingle All right. the Way isn't really a good movie. No, but I love it. Yeah, but it's beloved because we, we, you know, we would have grown up with it. Oh, it's on TV every year, so you just could have watched it all the time. Whereas Home Sweet Home Alone would have been that kind of thing, where it's like it's just on every year, so it kind of becomes a holiday classic. But because it's on streaming. You would have to go out of your way to put it on. It's right. not just it's just on TV by default, so it sort of amasses popularity. It's more like would people want to put this on and actually sit and watch it? That's why every streaming service, the only ones I can think of, should uh, and I think Netflix have the option sort of now. They should basically have a channel on the app. Ah, that's like what a shuffle sh- kind of thing. Yeah, Shudder have three channels when you open Shudder. And it's mm. got, you know, like classics and and, th- and it just shows stuff like that yeah. they've chosen. Like I, I, Disney should do that. Like <laughs> and, and at Christmas, it could be like, oh, you put the Christmas channel on, you know. Mm-hmm. It's weird that I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. And I was like, <laughs> it's just we're slowly falling back into just normal <laughs> yeah. television. But, but yeah. in the app, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the, yeah. But yeah. yeah uh, certain, well, I just want to yeah, agree that there there is there's a there's a body of work. There are certain films that are kind of become beloved or at least tolerated because there was nothing else on and they got watched so many times. Whereas now with, with streaming and everything else, there's so many entertainment choices that there's no reason to watch mm. a bad movie until it beces good. Uh, that's why like every Halloween, I'm like, oh, Halloween four and five. Got to stick them on because I used <laughs> to see them every Halloween. 
and like they're terrible movies, but they're kind of great because I grew up with them. So yeah, but yeah, I just don't know if like the the Home Alone, Sweet Home, Sweet Home Alone will never have that corner of the market of like, yeah, we just needed something for the background, and it was on already. It would have to be like we are going to choose a movie, and there's like a billion things that are better, so we're not going to put this on. You know, like it comes up against that, but. I guess there's a lot of those Hallmark channels, though. They're still doing big bucks. They're just churning out Christmas crap every year. So, yeah, they're doing okay. But, uh, but uh, yeah, should we talk about Buzz or like what? What do you guys make yeah. of his whole scene? Because loved it, loved every second of it. I thought it was a. He's the kind of person who would still be in the like in the town or what? Is it the same town? Yeah. So it's it is the same town. And I guess I I thought it was kind of a you know a cute callback, and you kind of wonder because he they get you know they get the call and then he's like no you know they get the call about a kid left home alone and he's like no it's my brother he's pranking me because of that time <laughs> the the many times when this happened oh and it implies children. that Kevin now makes home security equipment yeah yeah of course yeah. the uh, the logo is basically the logo of Home Alone as well. The McAllister yeah. Home Security is it's the little blue house. Like, okay, yeah. all right, I'll give that to you. I yeah. like that. And um, I suppose in the old days, it would have had a different sort of message, seeing Buzz becoming a police officer. Because mm. in the old days in a movie, that would be saying, oh, Buzz, Buzz came good. Yeah, Buzz he turned his himself. life around, redeemed yeah. himself. Whereas now it's almost like saying, "Well, of course the bully became a cop." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how things have changed. That's in Twin Peaks. Bobby Briggs becoming a cop is like, "Oh, Bobby, he's straightened up and he's flying right now. Good, good for him." But now, like a mere five years later, it's like, "Oh, yeah, bullying asshole, incompetent slob. Of course he's a cop." Yeah, that's, that, that tracks. Just a big shift in the uh, in the in the metrics. Huh? Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I did actually. I thought that was about as good as you were going to get, really. Was just the idea that, like, yeah, Kevin owns a home security system. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, that's all right. That's a cute idea. Like, that's, that's it just tracks. It's been, it, it makes it makes sense. Logical. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And, it's, uh, and yeah, yeah, Buzz is still kind of like, yeah, he's, you know, he, he is recognizably Buzz. Like, he's kind of an asshole. But you can see there's a little bit of good in him as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah. every time I see that guy, I think I talked about it in the last season, but like um, last time when we covered Home Alone, but I don't think you were there for that, John. But no. every time I see that actor now, I keep thinking of Natasha Leone said in an interview, her first ever kiss was that guy. Oh. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> on the set of Dennis the Menace, they were canoodling behind the scenes because they're both in that movie when they're kids. And so every time I see Buzz, I'm like, man, that's, that's not Natasha Leone's first kiss wow. is that guy. Well, and now seeing him grow up is like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's counting oh, his blessings now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah. But um, but yeah, the, 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 the characters I liked. Don't think so. Um, <laughs> I was I was appalled. But... I, I mean that because that going back to quickly the the choir director, he does have some you know I guess amusing or entertaining lines, but he seems like such a jerk. You know, and and I guess yeah. part of it is you know so he's so annoyed. Rob Delaney shows up late. He could just be like, okay, you're finally here. Let's go. But he's got to make, you know, oh, someone's on their own schedule or something like he, the mm. Stein remarks just, I instantly disliked him. So I'm like, there's yeah. no one in this yeah. film I liked. Yeah. Yeah. I was, this I was is... appalled by, uh, and I know it was, it was a topic of internet fervor. And I can understand why as uh, Ashley B beloved mm. Irish actress and comedian, yeah. Ashley B. Having to put on a very posh English accent. Oh, it was an irritating accent. I hate oh, yeah. it. And it's not the thing is because one point I was kind of joking. I was like, "Oh, it's like a betrayal kind of thing." But like, I don't really mean that. But her accent is terrible. 
Like it's, it's, it's fine. I thought that was very, very, very distracting. And, uh, and, and I know she I got don't... she got all these kind of grillings online. Like, why is your character English? Yeah. And she just had to come out and goes like, because the character is English. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> That's why I'm doing an English accent. And but why? I, I actually, I, why I'll, was she I'll, English? I'll, I'll posit it's because. They had Andy Daly as the dad, and he either couldn't or wouldn't do an English accent. Mm-hmm. They had that little kid, and they're like, well, he's got an English accent. He can't do yeah, it. Yeah, one we, of them has we, to be. Yeah. Yes. He's a something's got to give. We can't have her be Irish, the dad be American, and the kid be inexplicably English. <laughs> so somebody's got to do an English accent. Right. And even though Andy Daly is in one scene, he could have taken the bullet. <laughs> he's yeah. like, no, I mean, no. That's, I'm gonna, that, I'm be, that part is so small, I didn't even realize he was the father. No, I didn't I, at first. Either. That part is so small. Why didn't oh, they just t- say like glasses? Yeah. Like it's just like oh he's wearing glasses. Oh he must be his dad. <laughs> that was the only reason. I wanted to go. Why didn't they just yeah. say like um, I don't know? They're separated. Um, oh you, your father's he's back in London. You know he's gone. Yeah. What your line about father his... is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm your brother, seventeen-year-old black dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she irritated me so much. The mum. See, you need to like the mum as well in these movies, and if you if you don't. And you don't really care too much when they're reunited. I cared more right. about Ellie Kemper sympathizing with the kid than the mum coming back. There was, more, there was mm. more emotion at the end when Ellie Kemper realizes what's happened and she yep. starts treating the kid well. It's like, oh, she's such a good person. Like, I like, I like seeing the scene because she sells it. Yep. And then the mum is just like, this is a, a, a pale imitation of Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> and all she's they had to give her the same coat so you kind of get what the idea is and frame the shots of her talking to like the ticketing agents the same way. So you guys like, it's like the first movie, right? And you're like, yeah, but like, I cared about Catherine O'Hara. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't like this woman. <laughs> like yeah. I like Ashley B. I don't like this character she's playing. Yeah. 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 I'm just more confounded yeah. by the whole scenario now. Why is she so English? Like it's, <laughs> I did, I did enjoy that. They um, somewhat kept up the mild tradition of home alone movies where they had a, recognizable face as the ticketing agent because it was in the first movie it was um hope davis was almost like the the french mm-hmm. she go on to be you know acclaimed actress hope davis then the second mm-hmm. one ali sheedy, ali sheedy. Uh, and yeah this one's tinkerbella from the guild <laughs> the, the hit uh-huh. online show yeah and, uh, oh I, good... yeah oh, okay i didn't recognize yeah it, amy but... amy okuda is that the uh the felicia day yeah, yeah 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 and uh yeah every time tinkerbella the, any of the cast of the guild show up and something i'm like hey it's what you what's what you call them from the guild and uh yeah amy okuda she's in a couple of things she's in the good place and stuff for a while but uh but, oh yeah, how so to she... get away with murder huh. yeah yeah so soon she pops on I'm like hey tinkerbella oh. it's kind of keeping up the tradition of like the ticket agent has to be someone where you're like, oh, hey, look, it's so-and-so. Yeah. I wonder if that's maybe that's like a John Hughes thing, because then you've got the ticket agent the or the rental car agent in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, uh, yeah. The great Edie <laughs> Clark with her with her scene. You're, you're yeah. effed there. Well, it's oh. the perfect place to put a, a cameo. I would have got someone yeah. from the original movie playing a different character. <laughs> oh, you should have got like, what, yeah, one of the one of the sisters maybe from the yeah, McAllister yeah. family or even <laughs> Daniel Stern there. Be like, yeah, yeah. Daniel Stern. <laughs> that would be great. turned his life around. You know, he's, yeah. Now he's working for the airlines. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, you know, the, the family's so large. There's so many kids that um, you would think they could have gotten more than Buzz as a yeah as a bit part. Okay, what the 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 elder Pete <laughs> from yeah. Pete and Pete's gonna come back? <laughs> yeah, what's he up to these days? There you go. I'm surprised they haven't rebooted Pete and Pete. No, oh, I hope not. Man, it's too. Uh, that's that's much like the original Home and Alone is such like a lightning in a bottle kind of thing. Oh yeah, I'm not suggesting they should. 
Yeah. Now <laughs> yeah. Pete, Pete and Pete's a thing that lives in the nineties. It was so special. First time. It's like, they can't you can't do that again. Like I was it would feel like a, a cheap imitation, I feel. But uh, uh, it doesn't stop them. No, I mean they made no. they made home, home sweet home alone. Oh <laughs> of course, yeah. I quite I nah, I'm joking. I, I, I do quite like it. It's not great by any means, but I you know, I, I thought it was fun enough. Um, mm, yeah. despite making fun of it here and, and putting out all the problems. Yeah, all right. I mean, it's good. it is good if you just want to. If you got, a, if you're having people around for some eggnog or something along those lines, and you just want something in the background that you can kind of nitpick and talk over, but still kind of half watch, it's good in that regard. I guess like you'll get a lot of conversation out of it, as we have. I feel. Yeah, so. I could see it being like a um, like a party game, like a good party film. Particularly if you have a family, if you're worried about arguments, if it's something where like, oh, every time you know. You've got, you know, the, you know, the, you got two family members. They don't, they don't get along, or, you know, your 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 holiday gatherings always seem to dissolve into arguments. I would say put this on, and then you could all argue with the film, mm. and it's like a common enemy. You could all just be annoyed at how bad the film is, <laughs> and you, you know, kind of bring everyone together in that way. Yeah. Well, so um, a couple of little things because, like, you know, they just do things where they have to copy and paste over. So there's musical cues. That yeah. are identical, but then they have like in Buzz's theme, or no, Buzz's scene, they play the Wet Bandits theme. Mm-hmm. It does a dur- yeah. dur- dur- dur. and I was a bit confused. It's like because you initially, oh, it's a cop. Is it gonna be like you know Harry because he was a cop? You know, the, not he was a cop, but he was dressed as a cop at the beginning of the first one. And like, no, it's Buzz. It's like, is that supposed yeah. to be like a little bit of a bait and switch, or is it just like we just needed a music cue from the first movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we threw well, in the one like, for the Wet Bandits. Yeah, I mean, appropriate enough for. The film we've been talking about, Home Alone 2, is the kind of well, they they picked up a lot of the score, the the John Williams score. There's a lot from the, the first two films. But the two kind of the two songs, at least that I noticed, were both from Home Alone 2. They've got the Tom Petty, um, you know, it's Christmas all over again. And then the um the uh the Darlene Love uh song, Christmas, yeah. you know, mm. I think because I think that's oh, also from the... Home Alone 2. That's the of, I just associate that with Gremlins, though. That's like the opening credits of Gremlins, right? So that's yeah. Or maybe I'm thinking of a different song <laughs> altogether. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I did like, yeah. So I will say, yeah, the, the I, I did like the music, yeah. But uh, uh, would be remiss, of course, uh, if we didn't point out as well that um, to have to, I can't connect this all back to Batman as I normally would do. But should say, of course, that kid was uh, in Jojo Rabbit, as we said. Uh, and of mm-hmm. course, Jojo Rabbit's mom was played by Scarlett Johansson, who, of course, was in Home Alone 3. So. Home Alone 3, yeah. yeah everything's connected. <laughs> everything's connected, yeah. So, um, I mean, I'll, I'll just wrap it up. I'll reiterate the, the recommendation that I had if um, in my, you know, in the kind of the quick hot takes uh, initial review we did when it first came out is if you haven't seen it yet, just fast forward to minute 45, and just watch <laughs> and then watch a half hour and then stop and don't I watch would, the end. I would actually say this is just watch all the Ellie Kemper scenes. So she's, oh, yeah, she's, all the Ellie Kemper scenes. Yeah, just all, all if you cut out the kid, if you make the kid some sort of like weird, uh, like faceless force in the movie yeah. where you never actually see him, we'll have to do like, <laughs> like the, the Phantom edit where they cut Jar Jar out of the Phantom Menace. We need a yeah, cut of this film where they cut out the kid. Yeah. Be like a kind of nebulous entity that is the yeah. child of Home Sweet Home Alone. Nobody knows yeah. what he looks like or anything. <laughs> he's good. just vaguely in the distance somehow. They know they have to get to him, but no one's ever seen what he looks like. All right. 
So, um, yeah. So other than that, any what are your final thoughts on on everything? I guess home home sweet home alone or home alone two or the entire um, home alone cinematic universe, <laughs> the HASCU. I'm just happy that you you invited me on because I I love the first one. I like the second one. The rest of them not so much, but those the first two are just so iconic to me that mm-hmm. I'm just delighted to be able to talk to people about them. Really, yeah. I, I'm so happy that they still uh, resonate with me now as well. Considering I probably first watched them when I was like well, like five, six. <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, we uh, we appreciate you coming on. We're glad you could come on and and speak about it with us. Mm. Yeah, Niall, any any closing thoughts? Final thoughts? No, just uh, I probably reiterate what I said in the uh, the first season when you talked about mm-hmm. Home Alone. It's just that uh, that first movie is genuinely great. Like it's an actual mm-hmm. like there's a reason why that's a classic. Like it's it, it works on every level, both in terms of comedy and you know actual emotional pull. Uh, the second one is still perfectly serviceable, but it just doesn't have that resonance. I don't think because it, it feels like it's it's so self-referential to the point of being like. Like the Tom Petty song, where it's you know it's Christmas all over. Oh. <laughs> it just sounds like yeah, we're just tired having to, to even sing about the Christmas in it. Uh, and yeah, the the franchise it, it, like I'm I am genuinely curious as to now that Disney has its claws in this thing, what they're going to do with it because they're like okay, we we threw out a reboot, didn't work. Uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> like you know, they'll come out with something else. There'll definitely be another Home yeah. Alone movie within the next ten years. I just I'm curious to see like if they'll just they will add a zero to Macaulay's paycheck <laughs> to get him to come back get or back. although I think to be fair to him I don't think you could do anything to get him back I think he's just he's just settled that's a man you yeah couldn't, I you, you I think drag he's... him back with with the hounds of hell yeah. could get him to appear in a Home Alone movie now he's I think he's you know he made enough money on his first round through that he can. He could work or not work as much or as little as he likes, and I don't think he'd want to do this. Yeah. I'm a little surprised, talking of um, that they didn't do for this in terms of what they can do or twists and turns. The what seems to be big these days is the you know kind of the gender swap reboot, like they did with Ghostbusters. Why not do? We had you know we had five of these films, and it's always the son left home alone. Mm. Why not have a little girl have a daughter left home alone and give her a chance to yeah. to, to torture some strangers? The yeah. wave of YouTube videos, Sean, about wake home alone or woke home alone, <laughs> woke home lady yeah. McAllisters and all the oh you can't why why these woke SAWs why are they doing this to our beloved home alone? God, yeah, they would complain about that. Uh, I guess they did. Kind of, I was going to say they kind of did it with the 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 Harry of this movie is Ellie Kemper, but then I think like. Mm-hmm. All the other movies, it was they had a lady villain each time. Then after the first two, so I guess maybe that's not a new concept to have the the, the one of the burglars be a be a lady. But yeah, I mean, why not? At this point, I can imagine Disney is just like, sure, yeah, lady Home Alone, fine, yeah, yeah. go ahead, do it, yeah, uh-huh. little girl who's a bit like Kevin McAllister, fine, go right ahead. <laughs> um, that and uh, yeah, so that's about it. And I will mention so there's that they did do. There's some there's some like dog reboots or, or remakes of Home Alone where dogs get left to home get you know left home alone. Wow. I was a little surprised that because that thought kind of popped into my head that I'm like, well, why didn't wait, no why don't they do this with dogs? And I'm like, well, let me <laughs> let me Google it. Home Alone with dogs. Sean is of course now working for Disney, and this is the, this is the <laughs> <laughs> well, and they they've done it. There was um, recently a Pups Alone. 
with a, a dog left home alone. So is it um, officially part of the Home Alone saga? This is Sean now setting up the next season of uh, <laughs> the next scene. It's like okay, so pups alone. So you know we're going to be covering. Yeah. Why not? This. <laughs> so. Sorry for the interruption, but the uh, our recording failed just when John and I were about to let you know where you can hear more from them. So it falls to me to give you the plugs. Before I do that, I am going to thank all the guests for this year's holiday special, Home Alone 2, Lost in the Podcast. So thank you to all our guests, and thank you to all of you for listening. Niall and John are from Bat Minute, where they cover the Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher Batman films one minute at a time. Find them at thebatminute.com, Batminute on the social media, and wherever better podcasts are found. John also analyzed Hedwig and the Angry Inch chapter by chapter on his show, Hedwig Inch by Angry Inch. And you can hear that at HedwigPodcast.com. Yeah, I've, I've stuck by with you. And uh, yeah, I'll recommend folks, if, if you haven't been listening to the Bat Minute, um, you know, you really need to look in the mirror and think about the, the choices you're making in your life. But it's, <laughs> you know, it's not too late. And one of the lessons of, of these Christmas movies is it's not it's never too late to change. So uh, all those all those episodes are still up uh, at, at is it batminute.com? Or it's, it's the, the Bat Minute. Bat Minute yeah. The Bat Minute. Yeah. Someone else got batminute.com. Screw them. Uh, screw mm-hmm. them. Yeah, we don't like those guys. But yeah, at thebatminute.com. Um, you can also go to uh, uh, my site, catandshawn.org, where I list all my uh, all my podcasts, but also my guest appearances. If you just want to cut to the best minutes of each film, you can, you can see where I was on. Um, and I'll also <laughs> toss out a plug for... Uh, go to patreon.com slash sleepy charlie media um, and sign up as a patron. You can support Bat Minute and the show. And I, you know, every dollar you donate goes towards getting a cameo with Coolio. <laughs> so, hey, uh, we'll do it. If we get enough, we'll yeah. do it. <laughs> so please go to sleepy charlie, go to uh, patreon.com slash sleepy charlie media and um, give till we get Coolio. I can't believe, though, my big takeaway from this recording will be that getting a cameo from Coolio, probably cheaper than one pastry from the Plaza Hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I think I'm going to have to go Uh, look up that menu now just to be like, just to show other people. Like, I got a party tomorrow, and I'm just going around with a printed version of it. Can you believe this? And on that note, I think we'll we'll wrap it up. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thanks again, John and Niall. Thank you to all the guests that joined us today. Thank you, listeners, for listening. I hope you have a wonderful holiday, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you may or may not celebrate with, um, which with whatever family that you either have with you or have left behind. So thank you, everyone. And we will speak to you next time or you will hear us next time I gotta work I have to have have an ending (laughs) Um, Merry Christmas or whatever you're celebrating (laughs) Merry Christmas or whatever and a Happy New Year and we will see you next time on the next season